Welcome to another brand new episode of the Battle Science Podcast, a Pokemon Go PvP podcast where we talk about the Silph Arena metas, Go Battle League, and some Pokemon Go news as it relates to PvP. I am one of your hosts, Steven, aka A Boy in the Woods, and joined, as always, by the magnificent Jesse, aka Rocket Admin J. Where? What? Where? What, 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 where are you? Yeah. I don't know. I'm I don't, at home. am I supposed to, okay, or I was going to say, should be. I was going to say, like, uh, I, I'm not, I'm not your parent, I'm not going to keep track of you. You could be, <laughs> Put a GPS tracker on me. Nah, what I'm are you not... doing outside your house, Jesse? I gotta play Pogo. Jesse, why are you recording your half of the podcast from the top of a mountain? What are you doing? I can it, see my neighbor. It says you're in the middle of the ocean. How are you getting good reception? No, 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 no. That's you. That's you. Oh, that, um, well, that's the weird, my, like, GPS antenna on my old phone was broken, and so it would fling me. We're sitting me. in the mall. Now Steven's in the ocean. Yeah, it would fling me all over places. I, it was, ugh, the worst. Um, don't drop your phones. <laughs> or if you do drop your phones, be careful and, and keep your phones safe. Wait, uh... Uh, use protection um, <laughs> put your phones in a case if you're pl- playing Pokemon Go use use a phone case uh, happy May 5th everybody happy, happy Cinco de Mayo and if you're listening to this as the podcast form happy Saturday the 9th or beyond because that's how time works in podcasts you're not required to listen it on listen to this podcast on the day it comes out not this message brought to you by Yaga. By oh yeah, <laughs> rending time. <laughs> his has uh okay odd sort of tangent before we get into it. Have has Pokemon the Pokemon company ever done like uh like really nice watches like Dialga, like Dialga style they watches should. or something? They should. I want. I want. Like what are they called? Uh, timepieces oh, by Dialga, and it's like. She's got like the the blue like a blue crystal. Ah, what are the a Rolex? Rolex, the Rolly. Yeah, as as some people might call it, I want some Dialga themed ice. I got that ice. (laughs) (laughs) God, I probably sound so cringy right now. Uh, All right, we got a lot of content stuffs to go over. Um, Even though it's an off week and we don't have like a new Sylph meta to talk about. Uh, Pokemon Go and Niantic have been rolling out enough information that we have quite a bit to get into. Um, for, fair warning, uh, as we're recording this, the Shelter Hour is happening, and I want to apologize if I freak out uh, because I get my first shiny Shelter. So just if you normally listen to us like super loud uh probably turn it down just a little bit so that I don't accidentally and I'm going to try and avoid blowing out your speakers or your headphones or or whatever so um, you should just get up and walk away from the mic if you find I'll one. I'll push my mic I'll try and push my mic away I'll try and <laughs> be as courteous as possible as I freak out for my first uh orange is my favorite color uh Shelter is an awesome pokemon so if do if we I need get to the get orange... the, the pika sound effect ready to cover up the swear words no I won't swear oh there's two here hold on one, nope, not shiny. Uh, I'll catch you in a moment. And then two, nope, not shiny. Okay. Uh, neither the house spawn or the incense spawn uh, were shiny. So we're good. We're good for now. 
Uh, so we've got a lot of <laughs> of a lot of content to go through. So we're going to talk about the throwback challenge that was announced last week because because we're bi-weekly podcast. Uh, we missed that in the last episode, so we'll talk briefly about that and how that will pertain to PvP, if any of those spawns are something to look out for. The second topic will be Go Battle League Season 2. It's updates as far as when it starts, and then so the little bit of... last episode we did this, we... Uh... We, we talked we about it. We expected it to drop that Friday. <laughs> yeah, and then it got delayed. Uh, understandably, I guess there were some uh, bugs or some problems in the back end that they need to fix. We'll cover that once we get there. Uh, there's also a couple of move tweaks in with that update as well that we will talk about as well. That I swear the move tweaks were announced a while ago. Um but they had found it in the data in the data. But okay. They had, it had been about a week or two before Niantic officially okay. put out, hey, these moves are changing. Yeah, because the, the, the word that these moves are changing is in the Pokemon Go Live article that's data uh, or that's uh, dated May 4th. So yesterday and like, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure I heard about Wild Charge like last week, but also time is like completely bizarre still. So who knows? Uh, we'll be talking about the Snubble Limited Research and Incense Days and how that also will pertain to uh, the PvP, uh, things to look out for there. Uh, I'm kind of excited for that that dark type. Granville's always been kind of a sleeper pick whenever it's available. I have seen, I think I saw one or two when I was trying to get to rank 7 in GBL, and I was like, okay, good on you for giving it a shot, but also not something I have to worry too much about. Yeah, I know it's attack weighted. I know it's not quite as good, but there's a couple of uh, little little nuggets in that uh, in that announcement. Uh, we are also officially in May, so the Forest Cup has started. We'll talk about some of uh, the numbers and stuff as pertains to Pokemon's usage. I'm a little surprised at some of these numbers, so we'll get into that uh, in a little while, and then we will talk about. I'm the... not. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't looked at that yet, but you seeing it on the stream, I'm not surprised. We'll talk about the Premier Cup as announced by GBL. So we'll go into what the Premier Cup is uh, in the GBL Season 2 announcement. And then we will talk about Premier Cup as a meta later on. Uh, and then we've got a couple of uh, Reddit articles that we might talk about if we get the time, as long as we don't run over anything. Uh, totally announced it last week. They removed the post and then... Oh, okay, so they... Um, Niantic did already announce the moves and then reposted it. Then retroactively it. had to say we're going to have to hold off because they were encountering some issues. With the season two? Okay, mm-hmm. with the season two delay announcement. Okay. All right, so to get into it, a little segment that I'm going to try and start calling the... Oh gosh, what did I call it? Literally came up with this. Uh, the news roundup. Um, I might actually have a bumper and stuff for uh, next episode uh, because I have the time and a More little. Cowbell. <laughs> uh, yeah, it'll, it'll have a little cowbell for sure. D- don't worry, I have like three cowbells that I'm gonna use to get some samples from around the house here. So uh, you will for <laughs> sure hear some cowbell. So the throwback challenge that was announced last week and started on. Does it start mon- Mondays or Fridays? I think it starts. Fr- it started it starts on Friday. So I, I actually was really excited because it said that they'd be changing over on Fridays, and I was like, hey, "That's neat!" Because for the whole month of May, I have Friday off. Ah, so you can just like burst through a chunk of the uh, research. 
Yeah. Nice. So every week, a different region from the main series games is going to be featured. So starting with this week is Kanto. Next week, the starting on dates and times. Starting on the 8th and going through the 15th is going to be Johto. Uh, the 22nd through, or no, 15th through 22nd is going to be Hoenn. And then the 22nd through 29th is going to be Sinnoh. And then are they doing anyone after that, or is it just the three? Let me double check. And then, th- oh, Throwback Challenge Champion 2020 after Sinnoh. So that's going to start on uh, June 3rd and run but until that has Monday, the three June requisite. 8th. Yes, you have to complete all of the research from the previous regions to be able to get the special research. And then the special, re- special research, once you start it, will uh, always be there. Mm-hmm. As with most special researches, which is nice. Um, let's see. So before I'm not going to go into super crazy detail. You'll have basically nine pages of three set or three sets of research, nine pages of those uh, research to go through. They're all pretty simple. They're all pretty easy for the most part. I would I would say most players, if you've put, you know, an hour or two into the game, have already completed all of the research. Je- or how I far are you, Jesse? Uh, hmm? How far are you? I've finished it today. Okay, because I'm still, I'm still, I'm halfway through, but I've been not playing quite as much, uh, focusing on another, um, another mobile game and getting some housework done. So I haven't been focusing too hard on it. But it is, I'm on a step that's super easy. It's send gifts and catch some Pokemon. Um, I think the only complaint I heard was one of them. I think it was the second tier was to battle in a raid. Granted, you have been given the ability to remote raid now, so there that is the, an option, and they did give out a bundle of three for one coin. Um, the biggest complaint I've heard about that, though, is if you're someone like me, that prior to me going out and making Pokestops and gyms in my living area, if you're someone that lives super remotely and doesn't have access to any raids... Until they roll out the invite a friend a feature, nobody can complete that if they don't live in an area where there's no gyms. Yeah, yeah. the The remote raid. I've seen some back and forth about the remote raid feature, and it seems pretty wishy washy. There's a a handful of improvements that people are asking for, such as inviting a friend, or I think specifically, right. it's like the key uh, request is being able to invite a friend to a raid, so that you're able to go there and say, hey. Can you, from wherever you are, this friend, you, you have a remote link? Yes. Um, so I think there's there's still some improvements to it, but and there's been some feedback that a lot of the raids. It seems like a majority of the raids that have spawned are all five stars, which means yeah, you can't really <laughs> it's been you a bit can't solo them for me lately. <laughs> yeah, so that's a little bit difficult. Uh, I think the other sort of most difficult task. It's not difficult. Uh, hatching um. Uh, hatching an egg, which the half hatch or half distance hatch is still a bonus that's uh, live right now. So realistically, it's not the most difficult. But if you are just firmly staying in your house, it's not the easiest. You could try the sock method. Sock method. Yeah, put your phone in a sock <laughs> and just start twirling the sock. Make sure you don't have any holes so that you're not flinging your phone part halfway around your uh, your house. Uh, that you is not do, recommended. Uh, what was one of the things I saw early on when Pogo first came out? People have their little vests for their fur friends, and they would put their phone in the pocket on one of the fur vests yeah. and just go play catch with the animal. That would work. That would work, too. 
let's see. So, and that's only we're only one weekend. Phone spinners, yeah. Uh, RC cars, you know. Uh, if you if you're one of those people with like the model train that's set up like in the the corners of your your house, you could just you know put your phone on that and it'll you know go around the room. Uh, let's see. But so far, first impressions of the Canto throwback. I really love how much attention to detail they did for each tier. Oh yeah, like you could obviously tell. You know, one of the first ones is take a photo of a bug type Pokemon. That's Viridian Forest. One of the first rewards you get, I think, was either a Onix or a Geodude. I think it was an Onix, and that's that's obviously Brock's star Pokemon. The next one gave you Starmie, which is obviously Misty. Yeah, the reward gave you a fairy. The reward for each page the pokemon reward for each page is a pokemon from the uh team of each gym leader so that's mm-hmm. kind of awesome um do we get a we get a dragon type gym leader don't we in Hoenn? in gen 2 okay it's claire so then does that mean we'll probably get a dratini i think it'll be a dragonair okay uh, hopefully it's a dratini because i don't have a shiny one of that and i'd love another <laughs> chance the 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 way that they format the research i was i'm still a little worried that it's very there's a lot of research to go through but it has been incredibly easy so i'm not super worried about getting through it mm-hmm. um at first i thought it was at first i thought it was like nine pages and i was like okay i'm worried and then i read it again and i got i misunderstood and i thought it was only three pieces of research and that was it and then it came out and i was like oh it's nine pages so i'm not the most excited uh, but yeah. it's also not it's not the worst it's super it's built to be uh, they're easy enough to do you just have to commit to doing them yeah and i'm assuming when we start johto it'll be something along the same lines what doesn't run the podcast jr honda <laughs> what, what are you talking about uh, you've got me concerned now what's gonna run oh no, uh, we're we terrible and don't have it set up to do anything yeah. cool when people sub. Thank you, though. Oh, it's a Charmander, but it's not the shiny. No. Uh, let's see. Are there any? I'm trying to think if there's any particular Pokemon that stand out from the research. I think the one thing that bothers me is the um the hatted Pikachu, which can't be evolved, <laughs> and our still worthless can we can we stop giving okay i've talked about this before i don't know if i've talked about it on the podcast first but my but my what i would hope to do and if again if niantic is listening and there is we think they might be in a really weird creep not creepy way but like we have a a slight sliver of of thought that niantic might be listening to the battle science podcast and if they are we appreciate you if you are yeah uh, if they are i have another sort of idea if you Uh catch if you catch a pikachu or a pokemon that can't the pokemon that can't be evolved is my my problem especially is with uh eevee eevee is a pokemon that hinges upon its evolutions um but any of the hat or a uh, stylized event Pokemon that can't evolve because of um, a piece of apparel. I, I guess I'll just uh, call it a piece of apparel. If it can't evolve or the sprites don't exist for models, if they don't exist for the evolution, say, you know, the Charizard hat Pikachu, a Raichu hat or a, a Charizard hat Raichu doesn't exist, but I catch the rank one PVP Raichu 
and it's the Charizard hat, it's useless. Let me evolve it into a Raichu, but just just have a thing that says, when you evolve it into Raichu, it will no longer have this event item. And that way, I still have, I have a useful, a rank one Raichu for, you know, Great League, and I can go catch another Charizard hat Raichu, or Pikachu. I don't have to worry about that being my one and only. I, I think it's the 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 Eevee, uh, Eevee again is why why does Eevee of all of the Pokemon the Pokemon that is like the evolution Pokemon it evolves into so many different things it's all of these different types why do you make it not evolve I understand that it's a mascot Pokemon but you're limiting it so much the fact that it spawns so often and finding that right Eevee for each of its evolutions for PvP is n- is a task. It's not the most fun. Um, but not all of these mentioned ab- that I mean, it took them how long to give us the ability to mass transfer the costumes? Is that even out still? Has that yeah, been it's released? Now available. Okay, because the when I tried to transfer stuff from a previous event a couple weeks ago, whatever whatever week I think it was the Easter stuff. It didn't seem to be live for me, and I was like, okay, okay, cool. It'll roll out at some point. So that's my my feedback is allow the evolutions, but put a notice that says it won't have the the apparel. It won't have that event costume or whatever, because yeah. that, I don't know, just makes sense. It and, prevented uh, me from catching any of the starters when they had the hats for Halloween. Yeah, it, a lot of people. The, so that uh, the two arguments I've seen were uh, I will catch one and then I will disregard the rest. And then the other people that are like, well, it's Stardust, so I will catch them, and then it will be a pain in the butt to transfer them all after. <laughs> Which I see both sides. If now that you can mass transfer easier, and it's another dialog box that's just like, hey, you're transferring some costumed, uh, some costumed Pokemon. Like, are you sure you want to do this? That's like one step. But the other step is allow us to evolve these pokemon because you can get you know really good pvp there's really good i think yeah i'm trying to think of a a costume pokemon i think baneary baneary is the one that has the like flower crown or whatever that's Mm -hmm. like not all that good that it it didn't make sense for it not to be able to evolve it wouldn't look good with the crown on uh yeah and uh, even what's her name um lop bunny yes yeah and even and even if it didn't have it like let me evolve it. Why? why yeah. A core mechanic of Pokemon is that a, a Pokemon is able to evolve. Here, Pikachu, like, wear this hat. Now you can never evolve. Yeah. Now, I don't know. I'm, I'm getting exasperated at this point. <laughs> um, go do these throwback challenges. These are fun. These are nice little, um, I don't want to say distraction. distraction. From what's going on. A distra- I, distraction, I feel like, is the wrong phrase. It's a... Uh, a way that an incentive Oof. to play the game in a little bit different. Uh, I agree with what the Pokemon, Pokemon Go Everstone. <laughs> All right, I've got five minutes left, and I've yet to see that shiny shelter, so I'm a little worried. I also Let's get some shiny hype in the chat I, for I, Steven. I also Let's get him his traffic cone, so I don't have to hear him <laughs> playing every time we go out and I find one. It's not like you have like ten. Uh, more. Um. There I go saying, um, I am aware of me. I am aware of me. Don't do that. Don't, (laughs) don't turn our podcast into a drinking game, please. I advise you to hydrate properly with water, but not with alcoholic beverages. 
Um, but yeah, I, I do agree with you. The throwback challenge is a fun thing to do to pass the time. Oh yeah. It's also a great way to collect stuff. Like I know some of our friends, they weren't able to play the game when the first came out. So they didn't get all these Charmanders, Bulbasaurs, and all these Kanto spawns. So it's a good chance to stock up on things you might have missed or get some Dex registers. Yeah, especially. Yeah, I think Bulbasaur, Venusaur is one that I really don't have a very good uh, PvP one. So it's been nice to see them spawn. They do spawn mm-hmm. in the wild normally anyway, but it's nice to see them with a little bit of boost. So Yeah. All right, we are 20 minutes in, and we're going to go into topic two. This is somewhat bad, although we did tangent, so realistically, it's not all that bad. So topic number two in the news roundup, Go Battle League Season 2 begins May 11th on Monday, and we'll switch over on Mondays. So rather than Fridays, like Season 1, it will be switching over on on Mondays now. So Season 2, there was a technical difficulty. I don't think they've mentioned what technical difficulty it is. I assume everyone's quietly hoping that it's all of the lag problems. <laughs> Maybe I th- Raise it, up hands. <laughs> it would be a miracle if season two comes out and they're like, yep, we fixed it. It's, it's done. Or they don't say anything and it's, and it's just fixed and no one has any problems and no one complains anymore. And no one's okay. like, I lost because of lag. Personal goal. For you, the listeners, if the first set that you play in season two has no lag, you have to go say thank you, Niantic. Mm, I'd say first the first five sets. First five sets, if you go out with a ma- uh, majority of lag, uh, without a majority of lag, then... then uh, give a big old thanks. Yeah, give them a big old thanks. <laughs> IPS I Okay. That was amazing. I, I I saw that clip on Twitter earlier today. I was I was you got me. You got me with that. Uh, actually, let me let me ask you this: Was that a legit sponsor? Was that a legit sponsor read? Because if it was, holy cow! I gotta give you props. That's um, that was amazing. So for those listening on the podcast, not here in the chat, JR Honda posted maybe they got those IBM servers. And would you like to give more context into that? So I I, I I'm not entirely sure. Okay, so it was it was a legit ad read on the Stadium Cast that was um I was listening to. It's on it's on Twitter or go listen to. I, I assume it's on the most latest uh the latest uh, Stadium Cast uh a legit ad read for. Uh, IBM servers as they pertain to uh, gaming and uh, gaming servers for, um, uh, you know, for uh, matchmaking and multiplayer and all of that stuff. Um, JR Honda wove in a beautiful, beautiful dig at Niantic and their servers, basically saying, Niantic, Niantic Labs, you would reduce your stress if you used ibm servers for your your game client uh and that was the one of the most beautiful ad reads i've ever listened to um i having having never read one myself or worked on any of those kinds of contracts i know i i have a feeling that some ad reads are more strict than others but the fact that you are able to to weave in that dig is so magnificent is it is it was beautiful so a huge props <laughs> on that one looks like it's over uh Last shiny checks 
Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Do I have one more? Do I have one more? One more. No, one more? Come on. One more shelter. Please, one more shelter. I got 20 seconds left on my incense. Please, 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 please. Sorry, as we interrupt your regular scheduled news. It's gone. Nah. I'm clicking on the last one. It's a 262 CP. No shinies. Nope. I told myself before the event, I was just like, there's a high likelihood you're not getting a shiny, but you might as well try. Yeah. All right. I I will get my shiny shelter at some point. I prefer to, to catch my own. Um, catch my They're own shinies. They're fairly common out here where you live anyway. Yeah. I, we live in like a river biome, but I still see like Sveal or uh, Seal and um, wow. shelter and, now and stuff. Wow. It starts raining. I know. Did, was there thunder earlier? I, where I'm sitting, I really don't have a good look of outside, but it got like super dark. Yeah, it did. Okay, cool. We're going to get thunderstorms. Uh, cross your fingers for uh, we don't get a power outage. Um, Is there a Zapdos nearby? No. <laughs> Zapdos, stop. Picture. Let's see. Oh, that's right. I did have a star piece on. Um, I probably have a chunk. Yeah, yeah that's but a reason. Trying to drive this car back into the road we were talking about season two yep uh so season two so they extended season one so if you still don't have uh still haven't gotten to rank seven or if you're trying to push to rank 10 you still have another couple of days uh until monday and then season two will start uh so the benefit and i believe we've already talked about it season two each uh league the great league ultra league and master league will run for a longer duration per so rather than just, what was it, one week, two weeks? I think they pushed it to three weeks. I think weeks. one week for Ultra, but the other one's got two weeks because of technical issues. So they've pushed uh, they pushed everything to two weeks, at least. Let's see, May 11th through 1st. One, two, that's four weeks. I feel like I'm hearing thunder, but I can't tell. I got he- uh, headphones on here. <laughs> uh, so let's see. So, yes, Monday. So one, two three three weeks looks like it's going to be three weeks each okay uh then june 1st through the 22nd so one two three yeah three weeks each it looks like um uh goof yeah that i we were supposed to get thunderstorms here in the pacific northwest this weekend and then we didn't get any of them so i wonder if this is sort of the remnants of the thunderstorms that we were supposed to get Mm -hmm. over the weekend um, just a couple days behind the forecast. So looks like everything is going to be going about three weeks. So they extended everything by a week. That's nice unless you, like me, don't per- participate in Ultra and Master League for the most part. So it's just an additional time frame of not, not having to really, worry about it. Yeah, not really caring about GBL. Um, not that when I'm playing Great League, I super care either. But, you know, uh, that's just my just my playstyle. have a good night pokemon masters thanks for joining us um so season two uh let's see walking and pokecone requirements uh to unlock sets of battle and go battle league uh will still be removed uh pikachu libre will still be or pikachu libre avatar items are still in it metagross and pikachu libre will continue to be guaranteed reward encounters when you reach rank one and rank ten Avatar items inspired by Steven Stone, a Pokemon League champion from Hoenn, will continue to be the rank 10 rewards. Uh, in Season 2, the couple of updates 
The reward system has been changed slightly. You now earn a Pokemon reward encounter after your third win instead of the fourth win uh, on the free track and then on your first win of the premium track rather than your second. Okay, well, that's nice. Ranking system has been adjusted. You uh, More wins are now required to get to ranks four, five, six, and seven with all of the free battles and stuff and the extended time. That's not necessarily a stretch that actually sounds pretty reasonable reasonable yeah uh let's see guaranteed reward encounters will be different in season two you will see stuntfisk starting at rank four rufflet starting at rank eight scraggy starting at rank nine if you reach rank 10 you'll earn a new avatar pose trainers who finish ranked or season two at rank seven or higher will receive an elite fast tm um in season one it is an uh, elite charge tm uh, other than that, to hear how everybody's going to spend that on. Uh, yeah. Other than that, event end of season rewards will stay the same as in season one. Uh, I assume. I think the hype currently is on. Was it Goldeen's Seeking right now? I don't know why people are getting so excited I, about that. I've been on that for a while, but it's, it's just like its stats aren't that great. So you and I have talked about it. We actually talked about it in our stream this last week uh, mm-hmm. about your your regional experience. It's a Pokemon with a really bonkers kit that is mostly legacy, which holds it back. Its yeah. stats are not fantastic, and you really have to know what scenarios to use it in. Yeah, so well, I think for that cup, it was a good pick. For uh, Toxic? For Voyager. Voyager, yeah. So I think that's one I... I can't imagine that by the end of season two people are still going to be talking about seeking and its moveset and there's a chance that at some point part of if not the entirety of seeking's moveset will become unlegacy or whatever they call it uh we'll come back, back into yeah come back to availability but mm-hmm. i don't know who knows that's in two I mean, months, but even two and then, months we rarely see goldeen yeah the spawns for it are not great Although yeah. we're not we're not in ocean biome, so I'd be interested to see a, a bigger water biome and see what the spawn rates are. Mm-hmm. Uh, trainer battles. There is a little a nice little nugget in here. Trainers will be able to initiate trainer battles via QR code from anywhere, regardless of the trainer's friendship level or distance. So that's a really interesting sort of nugget if you want to screen cap the qr code and then send it to someone you'll be able to do qr code battles without having to become friends or anything so that's another additional uh, feature step they're taking for the times we're in yeah uh and then let me double check i know that you pvp discussion yes uh there was some additional update uh, or additional information that the Pokemon Professors Network got. The once, the, let's see, once the remote QR code invite system goes live, the codes will refresh every two minutes. Uh, also, the lower friendship requirement for remote battles has been uh, designed to run through GBL season two for another two and a half months or so. We will still have the good friend only requirement for uh, any remote battles which is which makes all tournament job tournament managers jobs a lot easier <laughs> yes it makes it super fantastic i think until i i imagine this feature is going to stay in the game at least until 
90% of all of this COVID craziness is has wrapped up. So unfortunately, yeah. that's probably until vaccines are are widely spread and we can go back to some semblance of normality uh, that we had prior to all of this. So, yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, that's not an update. All right. So then the move adjustments in trainer battles that was associated with this, this info came out at least last week or was it? Yeah, least that sounds about right. Data mind about two weeks ago, but we kind of got the word from Niantic. Hey, this is happening yeah. about a week ago. And then they were like, we have issues. We're going to have to hold off on release of season two. And I know people over at like PV Poke and Game Press, all those guys that do all the articles on the moves for us, are like, okay, cool, new data. Then Niantic's like, wait, not yet. And they're like, uh. Yeah, so this will go live. If it's not already live, this will go live, I believe, with season two. So drill so run, uh, ground type charge move, it, energy requirement has been reduced. The big one that steps, uh, that's in my head right now is a scavalier gets access to drill run yeah um does this make um oh goodness what is it called the rodent steel ground doug trio no or is, uh excadrill excadrill does this put excadrill on any radar for you uh it looks better in masters okay that's good to know um excadrill is one that i've i have a handful that are valid that are statted for different different metas so that one might be an interesting one uh especially with the new meta that they announced as well we'll talk about that uh, mm -hmm. coming up uh, moon blast energy requirement and damage have both been reduced and it is now has a chance to lower the opponent's attack stat Cresselia just got thicker yep so that's a little bit uh, faster to get to um and then lowering the attack stat allows for it has a chance to lower the attack stat, so I don't know. I think I read something about a 30%, which is not fantastic, but can also help. Yeah. Um, what's Especially the fact they could potentially get two off in one lifetime. Yeah. What's, uh, what's the debuff chance or the buff chance of uh, ancient power? Do you know offhand? It's 10%. 10%? Okay, so then if even if it's above 10%, that's still... That's still nice, and we know. And Moon Blast is no joke. It is still a nuke. Yeah, uh, and then Wild Charge. Uh, its energy requirement has been reduced. Its damage has been increased, and will now sharply lower the user's defense stat. I assume that's guaranteed, and by two stages out of the three stages of a defense stat. So yeah, that's in the main series game. Sharp was considered a double tier. Yeah, so that's a pretty big buff question mark to Wild Charge. Uh, this. Uh, adjustment actually led to Raikou being banned from Forest Cup. Forest Cup. So, I was sad about that. Yeah, uh, I know. Was it your, was it your cousin that wanted to use Ry use Raikou? Mm -hmm. And it was like, oh no, now it's banned, and he doesn't really have a whole lot of electric types to to fill in that slot. So, an interesting one. Uh, wild Charge. Let's see. The Raichus have wild charge as well, although I think for the well, no, you sometimes you're running the pure electric Raichu. Uh, Raichu. How are you going, Sad Bones? Thanks for joining us. Thanks uh, for hosting us. Uh, so wild charge is around, and since it's been it's reduced, something not to overlook because especially on things like Magnazone now in oh, uh, yeah. Forest Cup, 
uh-huh. it might catch you off guard. Yes. Um, wild charge. So Raichu. What else has wild charge that I'm thinking of? Um, Luxray and Luxio. Yeah, we don't see those a whole lot in uh, in GBL and even beyond that, really. I'm not sure the context of that. Maybe you made Nightbot upset. <laughs> I don't see anything on my end as far as Nightbot being upset. So, Okay. But yeah, Wild Charge, definitely something you got to look out for. Snarl, Snarl Arcanine. Arcanine. Oh. Yeah. oh. I've, I've seen some Arcanine lurking around in Go Battle League. and uh-huh. I have to remember, it's like, wait, why are people using Arcanine? What does it know? Oh yeah, it did get Snarl a while back, I have and a... it does have access to Crunch, Wild Charge, Legacy Flamethrower. Uh, I have a rank two uh, shadow. I feel like it's got Overheat or Heat Wave too. I've got a rank two shadow. This makes me so good. Oh, this makes me happy. <laughs> yeah. Why do I just imagine the little like what's the the little fluffy dog bark? Like you send out your Arcanine and he just Wild Charges someone, just does the yip the bark. <laughs> uh does uh does Lunoon have wild charge? No. Okay. It could though. That's a movie. It could has have. Oh. Why does it not have wild ch- it's a speed tackler. What? Alright. Well Hmm. Uh dinner train and, the... and Leaf Blade. Oh right. Or no, Grass Knot. Oh, yeah, Lanoon's got a nice... It's got a nice kit. Lanoon's got a nice kit. That was brought to our attention by Mr. Masuda, if I remember correctly. I believe so? Yeah, that was a fun... That was... Honestly, that that whole... Unfortunately, we won't see one of those this year because all of the uh, Play Pokemon events, I believe, in-person events were canceled. canceled. So that's too bad. But that does allow for another year of... Pokemon Go PvP within the Go Battle League to improve and become more acquainted with the more casual players to then build up a a more uh, well put together a more dynamic experience for next year a more yeah a more dynamic experience for potential competitiveness at the at whatever whatever leagues they want to do. Um, oh, Stalin does get wild charged. <gasps> Go Battle League. Oh, nice. <gasps> My big floofer. Um, okay, so then the last sort of update in this is Palkia gets Aqua Tail, which we were talking about last episode about... Cough, cough, Niantic's listening. <laughs> yeah, this was one of those things of like, wait, what? Um, the the Ultra and Master League availability Pokemon and how adding just a couple of moves would really freshen up that meta. Uh, so yeah. pa- Palkia getting Aqua Tail is awesome. Uh, it will help beat out, uh, helps Palkia stand out from other legendary dragon types in Master League and making protect shield decisions tougher for opponents. Um, I'm going to nickname mine that right now. Beatty McBaderson. I have to see if I've got a reasonable one for uh, Ultra Master League. Not that I participate I in those I'll metas. I say but... Beatty is not a considerable, is like a foul word Oh, it'll be like, no, sorry, you can't call it that? Pokemon Go, why do you sound weird? I'm sorry, I can't let you call your Pokemon that. Um... Oh, here we go. Rank 145 for Ultra League. Yeah, there's some thunder. Let's see. I know that in here there was an announcement about... Here we go. Um, in the Master yeah, I League... I only name it Baiting McBait. Just not enough characters? <laughs> yeah. That works. That's, that's long enough. 
The first ever Go Battle League Cup, the Premier Cup, will run concurrently with the Master League. Like the Master League, the Premier Cup won't have a limit on combat power. However, legendary and mythical Pokemon won't be eligible to participate. Otherwise, everything else about the format will stay the same, including the way ranks and ratings are determined. We hope the Premier Cup will add a fun flavor to Season 2. So we'll talk about the Premier I'm Cup. I'm send you this on Discord. Oh, gosh, I'm worried. See if you can see it. Oh, the screenshot of uh, Baiting <laughs> McBait. Um, so we'll talk about we'll talk about the Premier Cup here shortly once we get into our, our meta-analysis and stuff. It's a nice, refreshing update to an otherwise very stale meta yes that's fantastic yeah. i love that um you actually forgot you need to capitalize the b in mcbait do i yes okay yes any i don't know what that's called but anyone that has a name with the like um a mick or the next capitals the pre yes uh, i know what it is uh you know what i'm referring to yeah yeah, you know what I'm refer to, referring to. Happens a lot in, in Irish names. Macmillan and all of that stuff. It's the only thing I can think of right now. All right, so next piece of news. We're going to try and breeze through this because we're, we're getting up there in time. We're hitting like 20 minutes per topic. This is not how I was looking forward, or not how I was hoping this would go. But, you know, whatever. Hour and a half, two hour long podcast. That sounds about average. Look forward to Snubble, Limited Research, and Incense Day, Water and Dark Type, in May. Throwback Challenge isn't the only thing happening this month. This is an article uh, on Pokemon Go Live. If it sounds familiar, it's because I'm reading right from it. This weekend, you can look <laughs> forward to a special Snubble Limited Research event featuring more than 50 timed research event or timed research tasks to complete right from the comfort of your own home. And that's not all. Next weekend will be another Incense Day, this time featuring water and dark type Pokemon. So, let's see. Uh, Saturday, May 9th from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m., which is a very long time, uh, you can enjoy Snubble limited research through special timed research tasks. With more than 50 tasks rewarding encounters with Snubble, you'll have plenty of chances to catch this fairy Pokemon. If you're lucky, you can even encounter a shiny one. So, Snubble is one... I feel like we've talked about in the past on the show, but to sort of recap, it's attack weighted, but it's also got a, is it, is it fairy dark or is it just fairy? Just fairy. Just fairy, but it's got a nice mix of fairy and dark type moves. So uh, running either, is it snarl? Yeah. Okay. Snarl, bite, or charm. Snarl, bite, or charm is your fast move, which is honestly a fantastic, fantastic combo of fast moves. And then in the back, it's got uh, Crunch. Um, good heavens, I should... Play Rough. Uh, crunch, Play Rough. It's got... Is that it? Or does it have another one? Another move. I'm trying move. to find it. Snarl and Close Combat. Oh, Close Combat. That's got, what it was. Oh, what, a, what a combo. The So the... I saw it... I remember seeing it in a Mirror Cup of Twilight, Twilight. I believe. Um, we streamed that one back in the day. That was the one that I participated in. That was uh, the one where King showed up. Yep. Yeah, that was the very, very end of season one, and that feels like so, so long ago. Um, Almost a year. Good heavens. The it it is attack weighted, so it's a bit glassy. But the benefit is Snarl gets to 
charge moves incredibly quickly, and charm just does so much damage that realistically you can build it either way and you can fit it into teams. Uh, it, you can sort of finagle it into different teams into different roles. So it's a fantastic PvP Pokemon, something that you really don't see often. You could probably catch, hopefully catch a couple people off guard with it. Um, you have to respect it. So I'm kind of excited for that one. I don't have to worry too much about the shinies or anything. Uh, but if you're looking for something that's that's uh, PvP oriented, that one's a fun one to go uh, uh, go check out. Um, yes, this. Uh, thank you for uh, reminding me, Eric. This does overlap with the Philadelphia Safari Zone, but the way that they're doing the research is that it is via the today function, so it doesn't overlap with the research that will be given to you for. Um, for the Fidel uh, Philadelphia Safari Zone. So, um, I'm not entirely sure because I haven't I haven't looked into I didn't get any tickets for any of the events, so I haven't uh, seen how all of the functions work for the Safari Zone or any of the events tickets remotely. Um, so if you yeah, have, I haven't looked too much into yeah, the overlap. I, th and I think it's works. if you have a ticket for the Saturday, it will overlap, but if you have a ticket for Sunday, it won't. I think. Unless if you've gotten a ticket, all of those tickets then function for Saturday. But I'm not entirely sure. If 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 I'm okay, I am correct. Um <laughs> Yeah, thank thank goodness. <laughs> yeah. Thank your stars if you have a, a ticket for Sunday. Um, that way you can have two separate days of a ton of Pokemon. I'm curious to yeah. see what, how they give you the snubble. If it's literally the first one is catch a Pokemon, you catch a Pokemon and it's a snubble. And then the next piece of research is just catch a snubble. And then as you catch snubble, it will uh, spawn more snubble. I'm kind of, uh, I'm a little interested to see how this functions. Um, Don't you mean Centric Community Day? Oh yeah, so yeah, Centric Centric Community Day was great. I got what twelve shiny Centret, dude. You don't even know. Ah, <laughs> uh, what a community but day! Yeah, let's, let's look forward to the Snubble Community Day, more or less. <laughs> yeah, the Snubble research stuff. Um, it's also one that if you already have some good Snubble that. Unless you're trying to, if you want to grind out for more Stardust or or can't uh, snubble candies or whatever, you don't necessarily have to go hard on it. That uh, they aren't putting a new move on it. Yeah, that would be a time. That would be a time to do an adjustment or something. Um, this kind of event would be something that they'd be like, "Hey, we're releasing this Pokemon, and its shiny is out uh, with this event too." So I'm a little surprised that it's snubble that already has had a shiny, and it doesn't seem what to be getting any new it? moves. Snubble. Grand Ball, um, more or less. Uh, as a new, I think Firefang would be gross. That would be interesting. Yeah, the Fangs. That might be an interesting move set. Uh, adjustment. It they. Yeah, it would make them pseudo. Because their attack weight, it would make them pseudo electric, fire and ice. I don't know. It would be kind of the counterintuitive to Hypno. Yeah. You yeah, it would be interesting. Elemental fangs versus the punches. Yeah, that would be interesting. I can't think of anything else off the top of my head because it already has bite and it already has crunch. Anything, any other move that's dog related that I really don't know. Wild um, charge, give wild charge. Oh, please, nah. Maybe <laughs> don't. Maybe don't, but maybe. 
disarming voices do for a buff. Um, yeah, potentially. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. That would be what a a three bar fairy move it's, with snar. It's a three bar move, yeah. Okay, yeah. disarming voice. I would say up its energy. If just spitballing here, up its energy requirement, and it uh, guaranteed or close to a guarantee attack debuff. Make it a fairy version of acid spray or something. I would say more or less make it a fairy version of poison fang. Is disarming voice a fast move or a charge move? It's a charge move, okay. but it's a fast firing charge move. Okay. Oh, okay. Make it equivalent of Poison Fang. That would be interesting. Does Disarming Voice have a debuff or buff assigned to it in the flat damage? Flat damage in the main series games. Oh, in the main games, yeah. It's uh, I believe it's a debuff. Uh, don't I make never it. Really got into fairies in the main series. Don't make it a mirror of Icy Wind because we all know Icy Wind is due for a debuff at some point. Like, you, I, yeah, I would say, um, I would say like an okay. acid spray. Here's the flavor text for the original games. Deals damage, ignores changes to accuracy and evasion stats. Huh. So it doesn't have a direct debuff. Um, yeah. I mean... It's kind of like Swift, but it's, it moves like dig, bounce, fly, dive. Still miss it. Interesting. Yeah, I could see it. I could see it either way. As either an icy, icy wind or acid spray. Or making it like a, a fairy version of um, Poison Fang. Yeah, one or one of the two. It could definitely get a buff. Honestly, I think most the... Of the fairies just need a way to either one slow down the enemy or two sustain some more damage. Because outside of Wigglytuff, most of the fairies are pretty uh, squish. Yeah, I think I think charm as far as fairy damage is already pretty impressive. Yeah. So I think giving, but it's, yeah, it's energy gain is less. So realistically giving it, it even with something with charm and say a uh, uh, disarming voice being a mirror of poison fang, realistically it won't get to it as quick as something else would get to the same. So, eh. No. All Six right. of one half dozen of another. Exactly. Uh, so... <laughs> Let's see. That's double limited research. Let's scroll down to incense day. Incense day. Water and dark type. So this is during the Hoenn, uh, Hoenn week of the throwback. Uh, Sunday, May seventeenth, twenty twenty, from eleven a.m. to five p.m. Uh, I got you, Eric. <laughs> please drink water. Hydrate, kids. Don't forget to hydrate. Uh, you can enjoy an incense day event featuring water type Pokemon and dark type Pokemon, notably Caravana. During this time, incense will attract more Caravana, and you could even encounter a shiny one if you're lucky. That's me. I hope. I hope that's me. I want a. I want a shiny one. I don't have one yet. Uh, Sharpedo is one of my all-time favorites. It's just a giant mouth. Uh, <laughs> an event-exclusive one Pokecoin bundle featuring three incense will also be available to pick up in the shop. Uh, in addition to Caravana, Pokemon of different types will be attracted to incense or buy incense. Attracted to incense. That's weird. Um, the type of Pokemon attracted by incense will shuffle every hour between water and dark. This is sort of an interesting... So it's sort of like the one we've already had, but it's just two types instead of six. Yes, which I kind of appreciate. I appreciate that it, it alternates here. This is because if uh, personally, you... Personally, I would have rather uh, had it be a block, like an hour. Yeah, but if you can't, if you can't get it, um, if you can't get it in the early half of the day or something, or if you have uh, a work shift or something... And you're not able That's to make fair. it. So I think this is a pretty 
a pretty accurate one, uh, or pretty, I don't know, uh, better. It's better. Yeah. Um, so during hours that feature water type Pokemon, you might encounter Horsey, Timpole, and more. Uh, if your luck is on your side, Alola Mola might appear. When dark type Pokemon are attracted by your incense, you might find Murkrow, Sableye, and others. If you're incredibly lucky, you could encounter Scraggy. This will be the first time Scraggy is in the wild, to my knowledge. Um, yes. Uh, so that is awesome. That means that realistically, if if all things you are, you can find those PVP IVs. You can find those really good PVP IVs, and then if if all things uh if if all things go well, realistically, Scraggy could then be added to the uh, general spawns after the fact. So they probably won't though. Pro- yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, might, seen... it might make appearances as a raid boss. What was but... the what was the one that we that has come out and then got removed? We've seen it with like Ninkata. Ninkata doesn't spawn in doesn't spawn in the wild. Um, it's only like an event spawn. There's what, what else like immediately came out and then was. Oh, what am I thinking of? What Pokemon am I thinking of that came out in an event? Uh, Absol doesn't spawn in the wild. That's a weird one. That's one. That's one that's been out forever. I'm trying to think if there's there's a Pokemon that came out recently that just does not spawn in the wild. Let me look at my box in reverse order. As you're looking that up, it's interesting to note here on the page that on the infograph it shows the times and dates. The pure the blocks more or less of when the Pokemon are spawning, but for some weird reason, all of the E's are circled in red. Yeah, that's a. I think that's a weird bug in their their web page here. Is that the web page? That's I, what I thought at first. I think so. I I unless there's some sort of weird that, code thing, which realistically it's the same pieces of info. To anybody in any way? It could be what one two three four five. It could be Braille. It could be it could be Braille, uh. The f- so there's there but there would be two letters. There'd only be two letters because Braille is uh. No, no, I can't see that. No, I think it's a weird thing in there. It, okay, somebody else. If you're looking at the web page, Pokemon Go Live. Um, <laughs> if it go go, um, go look it up do a braille translation but the weird thing is if if it was braille it's only two letters and i don't know what it would i'm yeah. just trying to make it more interesting so people go check it out and it's that, probably just a, yeah now you got it. my gears turning in the wrong way um <laughs> yes. you're gr- yeah you're grinding Excellent. me to, it's i'm yeah my my engine and gearbox <laughs> is grinding to a halt um so the ones that i'm thinking of that have come out and then don't seem to be wild spawns um i don't know if stunfisk is a wild spawn I can't say for certain that it's I've seen really it outside. It's really rare it is. Uh, and then Solosis and Gothita. Are Solosis and Goth- ones. Gothita ones that have been out? Yamask is also in, in that um, in that category of Pokemon that have mm-hmm. come out during an event. And then realistically, I don't know. I can't say for certain anyone has actually seen them in the wild outside of those events. So that's yeah. a disappointing uh, handful Pokemon of... Pokemon to look out for during these events. Obviously, Snubble is something that... It's PvP relevant, and it's a budget fairy pick if you don't have a good one. Uh, Horsey, obviously Kingdra making a huge appearance in Forest Cup. Yep. Being a great generalist is a good thing to stock up on. Time Pole, if you don't got a Seismic Toad yet, is a discount, Mud Boy. And honestly, Alola Mola, 
water blissy, right? That's yep. what we officially called it. Water blissy. Yeah, it's fantastic. Or it could even be water chancy. I think stat wise, since it's a first, it's it's there's no evolution. Yeah, this yeah. this this the, stats the un the uh un the questionable evolution of love disc. <laughs> yeah, why like, is this not a evolution of love disc? Question mark. Yeah, water chancy. It was water chancy. Okay. Uh, Murkrow, Honchkrow, I feel like needs some sort of rework to be a little bit more relevant. Yeah, for sure. I feel like it's got the right stats. It's really defensively weighted for a flying type. And it's I, I love its appearance. I loved it in the games it was in. Just in Go, I don't think it has a place yet because of its it's got decent moves. But I feel like if they add something to give it a little bit more of a coverage or a little bit more of a kick, it might be a good pick. Because obviously Psychic are running around. Obviously you have... Uh, it just feels like it needs a little bit extra to be good. Yeah. Uh, you can actually use Murkrow in Great League too. It's, I think it was Nightmare Cup. It made an appearance a couple times. And it was something that people were caught, caught off by because it's like, oh, it beats Ghost and it beats Fighting. Uh-oh. But overall, uh, it's, it's also another one to stock up on, and obviously Scraggy. Its stats haven't been Murkrow's stats haven't been. It's a Verizian counter. counter. That's what I'm thinking of. Um, let's see. Uh, where else might um? Scraggy is definitely one to look out for. So mm-hmm. I'm excited for that one. That's one I'm I am excited for. So, all right, 57 minutes in. Are you ready to talk about? metas or meta analysis <sighs> i've been numbers the last couple of days in my head and it, there's no safe there's no safe there's no safe place in the woods oh <laughs> goodness why you make it you make it sound like an exasperated uh uh an exasperated like horror movie there's no safe place in the woods there's no safe place in the woods because it's true are you are you clicking your heels as you do that no, there's no I'm place. To light there's the no fire safe. To fight my way through this madness. There's no safe place in the woods. There's no safe place in the woods. There's no safe place in the woods. Tele teleports you to some random place. All right, Forest Cup. It started, uh, and the the live cup data may surprise you. Click here. <laughs> so, uh, much to my shock, my my main man Amphros is at a measly eight percent. Measly 8% matchup, and that is both in all matchups and in match victories. I guess realistically, our numbers are really skewed. We're five days in. It's going to be a little bit bizarre. We still have the entire month for this meta to change. Uh, Blazekin is up here. Blazekin is at the top with a 34% usage. This is all according to self.gg slash cup slash forest, and then in the cup stats. So Blazekin's up here. It's tied with Mantine. Shortly behind there is Ferrothorn. Uh, I'm not super surprised. Blazekin, I'm a little bit... Uh, okay, Blazekin, I'm a little bit surprised at. So Blaziken, I really need to know if that's with Stone Edge or not. That is a good question that probably cannot be answered. Uh, or answered well, I should say. Because if it is winning only with Stone Edge, that means that that's the this is a buy cup. You had to buy the win. Yes, 
Yeah, because we still haven't gotten the reward for season one GBL. So you had to mm-hmm. buy the box with the. Yeah, you know, now that you say that, that makes me really depressed, and also kind of reaffirms my. I this is this is like the meta. This is this is my meta. If the we we talked about it in the last episode, this is my meta. But unfortunately, I just feel like I'm. I feel like this is the meta to take a break on, for me, and it sucks. How's it going, Roscoe? How's it going, Roscoe? Um, I. I looking at the numbers and what I have and what I want to run. I'm surprised, honestly. I'm surprised Kingdra is up as high as it is. It's up at twenty, twenty one percent. It's the fifth most used on this list. Um, it goes up to fourth uh, in match victors. Kingdra's. It's because it's such a great neutralist. Yeah. It gets that one Octazuka off, and it completely flips the match. But it gets walled by Ferrothorn, and Ferrothorn's going to be everywhere. But if you support it with everything else, yeah, if you support it with a blazekin, realistically, you got a force cup in twenty five minutes. I won't ask you to tell us your team, but tell us your team. But just tell us how accurate it is to this table. Um, it, are you running a blazekin, and are you running a blazekin with the stone edge? That's I think that's key question number one. That's something. That's a poll. Number here. That's a that's a poll that should be up on Twitter like right now of like if you're running a Blazekin, are you running it with Stone Edge? Yes or no? And that just needs to go up on Twitter. No Stone Edge. Okay. So see for me, I don't want to run Stone Edge on it because it's literally using its whole life to get to that Stone Edge. Yeah. If not, it's you're sacrificing shields to make it use it. Yeah. It. I. Don't... The way I look at it is if you're playing with Blaziken with Stone Edge, you're building around the Blaziken. You're not building a team. You're building support for Blaziken. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, and I still think in this, yeah, Blazekick wins enough matchups. I think Blazekick gets That's to it quick enough. On mine. I think <laughs> I think Stone Edge within this meta is a really niche move on a Pokemon that uh, uh, Blaziken with Stone Edge is, Stone Edge is viable against a very very small percentage of pokemon within this meta that mm-hmm. realistically i don't think it makes sense to spend the one and only item you have the one and only yeah. elite charge tm you have so far um i don't know if it makes sense to use it in this so because everything else he's using to hit stone edge against fire already beats it to anyway yeah or if it's if you're looking at oh i could maybe swap the the matchup to mantine don't don't put yourself into that position. Like if you're backed yeah. into a corner, maybe, but in that instance, like hopefully you outplay, outplay that match so that matchup doesn't happen. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, I'm not surprised to see Mantine. It's a very viable pick. Oh yeah, it's really only big weakness is electric. Yep. Yeah, because it'll neutral out the the grass. Yeah, Galvan- Galvantula is one that's been talked about a lot. Uh, leading up to this as a really great performer, and I'm not surprised that it's up here, especially since we just had an event with it, um, with boosted spawns and everything. So um, I expect so there'll probably be a few sp- spooters running around. A lot of spooters. This fighter is this <laughs> this forest is infested, infested. Um, get your raid, get your cans of raid ready, everybody. Uh, it's got spooters. Um, <laughs> Jump Pluff, another one that just got a buff. Uh, and so this is not surprising that it is uh, on the sixth uh, sixth rank here. 
Um, Swampert's up here. Cherim Sunshine Form is up here. Again, Cherim also got a buff recently, so that, uh, again, does not surprise me. Uh, Meganium's performance uh, explains why it is up here as well. Um, again, I'm surprised Amphros is as low as it is. It's uh, in the match victors. It is, let's see, 2, 4, 6, 8, 10. It is 11th uh, with an 8% usage. Um, I think the only thing people fear with the Ampharos is it gets walled by more things than Galvantula does. Mm. It's it's performance. It's uh, it's just um, shield baiter for sure, uh, or shield pressure for sure, um, and then it can beat out Ferrothorn with the Focus Blast. But for the most nothing part, nothing likes it's, to get hit by Focus Blast. Nothing. Yeah, nothing likes to get hit by Focus <laughs> Blast. Um, <laughs> But I think, yeah, I think the the versatility of Galvantula is just a perfor- makes it perform. It outperforms. Yeah, yeah. In in you you got a point, Roscoe. The Amphros's um, stats really don't help it at all. Um, that's why, like, when I first saw this meta, I was in- as surprised as I was that Amphros was as high as it was. Um, it's still. Let me double check. It's still up there. Um, Forest Cup, it is, I mean, it's rank five, which uh, blows me away that it's as high as it is, but getting to Thunder Punch with Volt Switch is super quick. It takes a bit. <laughs> no, it's super quick. Volt Switch into Thunder Punch is insane, but Amphros's, yeah, Amphros's stats really don't give it any help, so. Yeah. Um, Being one of those situationals where it's a third tier that doesn't really perform much like Tyranitar doesn't perform well in great league. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, uh, an electric type T tar stat wise is probably inaccurate. Um, Oh no, I'm just saying for the, for where it's uh, NCP is, it's pretty hard to contain it to that low. mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, with wild charge bumping up. Yeah. These numbers will change for sure. Um, and then I don't know on this list where Drill Run stands. Um, I think really the only one that I see that first comes into use of it would be if there's something like X X Cavalier. Yeah. That yeah, and the uh, Electivire getting access to Wild Charge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll definitely help it. That's true. I, I and again, I uh, that's that brings up a good point. Uh, the season two move shakeup will adjust where electric types are. And I said last episode, I was like, I'm not going to be surprised if partway through we see another electric type bump Amphros down. So both within, yeah. both within the uh, PV pokes rankings, it's going to drop. And then it's usage is already low. It's going to get even lower. So yeah. much as I want to run Amphros and I probably still will in the one cup I play in. Um, it's not, Probably not. It's not looking part. too good for all little old Amphi. Yeah. My meeps. No, my meeps. It's looking pretty bad. Uh, oh God. <laughs> mm. All right. I had to. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, do you have any? Do you want to talk about briefly talk about Ferrothorn and the overall dominance of Ferrothorn, or what's your thought? It's around. Yeah. Don't I... disrespect it. Oh yeah. <laughs> I wish I had a good one. It, I don't. It comes out and says, hey, I see you got Kingdra. It'd be a shame if I trapped it. What? Is that a joke to it? King, uh, Ferrothorn, 
if someone swaps into a Kingdra and you swap onto them a Ferrothorn. Oh yeah, you're walled. Yeah. You're you you have you immediately have a bad time. Yeah. yeah. It's rough. Starts playing. No, don't no. Don't it would you want no, why would it play Megalovania? Don't do that. Have a bad time. Ferrothorn with one shot can beat Blazekin. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. It's uh, it sucks. That doesn't surprise me. Blaziken's just so squishy. Gross, gross. Like Blaziken should be the outright counter to Ferrothorn, and then it this just doesn't This cup win. is super explosive, and honestly, you really need to if you want to win in this cup, pay attention to your energy gains. That is going to be the best tip I can give you because if you know what's coming. You could turn the match. One false shield or one improper shield in this meta will cost you the match. It all comes down to prediction. Yeah, I do not have a good Pharisee for Great League. The three Pharisee I have, none of them are within the top 500 ranking. So that's not being used. So yeah. I would highly recommend something along the lines of. Uh, do you have a good tang growth? Uh, I don't think so. I do have the good scoliopede, and I really want to run scoliopede because it's those okay. those matchups are supposed to be real good. Jumpluff is actually really good. I mean, obviously it's showing up here in the ranks, but if you don't have a good uh, grass type, jumpluff is one to consider. Yep. It beats uh, as long as Blaziken doesn't get a kickoff on it, it'll beat it. Yeah, I feel like I've got a pretty reasonable tang growth. That okay. I can. I I don't have any tank yeah, evolved, but I have a good Tangla. So yeah, yeah. I've got a. I definitely have to put in some more time to to team build. So, um, well, you got a week. Yep, I've got a week for our our tournament for sure. All right, let's uh, shift gears and talk about Premier Cup, Master League, but with no legendaries or mythicals. What could that boil down to? Oh, I don't Johnny. know. Steel, steel fairy and dragon. Who would have guessed? So pretty much the same. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much the same. Yeah, you just don't see. Um, oh goodness, you don't see Giratina. Uh, Metagross becomes Metagross Shadow. Metagross Togekiss, Snorlax Shadow, Dragonite, Magnezone, Dragonite. It's 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 steel. I'm kind of impressed to see Magnezone go up. It's steel. but I wonder if it'll get better with Wild Charge. Uh, yes, probably. Um, so Spark, Wild Charge, Flash Cannon are the moves that PB Poke is recommending. Uh, Mirror Shot is also here. Uh, the fact that both Spark and Charge Beam are pretty reasonable. Um, pretty good energy gain. Uh, and then Wild, Char Wild, uh, Wild Charge getting the adjustment. And then Mirror Shot. And Did Mirror Shot get an update? Or no, something got Mirror Shot. Got a 30% chance to debuff. So yeah, Magnezone. It's playing. It's playing as a speedy steel in this. Mm -hmm. So that when I was looking at, it, I was like, okay, it's electric, and then I was like, oh no, it's running as it's, it's a it's a steel. Um, it's an electric steel ability. Yeah. So and the nice thing is that uh, it the electric actors surely resist steel, so it does kind of beat Metagross. Yeah, you don't see as long anything. As Metagross doesn't get to that. Quake. You don't see anything besides Steel, Fairy, and Dragon until you get to number 11 in the rankings, and it's Mamoswine, which makes sense because it's going to beat out the beat out the dragons. 
Uh, mm-hmm. It loses to the steel, and then it's neutral to the fairy, except for Togekiss, which is flying, so that ice is also going to be helpful. So, mm-hmm. and then Swampert Shadow at number twelve. Who would have? No one's. No one should be surprised. It's Swampert. <laughs> it's still Swampert. And regular Swampert's at fifteen. To see that all the shadows so highly rated. Oh yeah, I think it's a big investment. It is a big investment, but at that point, a lot of things at level forty, things are very chunky. So that extra damage mm. is like greatly appreciated. Um, yeah. I mean, Metagross Shadow is num- ranked number one. Um, yeah. Realistically, looking at, I was like looking at the battle ratings and thinking sort of where the drop off is, and it's not as extreme as I would have. Uh, as, as I would have thought. Regular Master League. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The 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 score cards on these. It starts with Metagross Shadow at a ninety six point two, and then you it takes. A while to get into the like the 70s you don't get into typhlosion at rank uh at number 27 with a 79.5 so realistically the battle rankings of the pokemon within the top you know 20 or so are all pretty reasonable but you're you're probably only going to see this top the top 50 or so um i think unless you want to run is going to be a fun breakaway from the people that obviously have invested all their resources and their hundred legendaries and mythicals yeah this will be a good chance for people to use Pokemon that maybe they have a personal attachment to or just stuff that they've maxed out for PvE that they want to see a chance to use. Oh, yeah. It doesn't just get two shot by Giratina. Oh, yeah. That's going to be it's going to be really refreshing. It's interesting to see Garchomp as high as it is because Garchomp is one that we've looked at and we've talked about in the past that Garchomp just doesn't perform fantastically. Um, the Gibble yeah. the Gibble line is has never had its moment to shine, but I think in this instance, Mudshot, Outrage, Earthquake, uh, Garchomp's going to be a pretty solid pick. It is going to be mm-hmm. double weak to ice, so you do have to be careful. But uh, Garchomp is going to be up there if you've got a pretty good one. So, um, yeah. it is going to be another meta within Master League that if you don't have anything powered up for, maybe hold off on powering stuff up for because it is another big investment. So. Um, I imagine this is also the first run of this league. Maybe if you want to wait a couple weeks, let it kind of because, you know, all the content creators are going to cover it and say, what's the best stuff to use? Oh, yeah. Give it some time to see how the dust settles. Yeah. So far as I've seen, I think I don't think the I think the surface has only been scratched as far as breaking down this meta. So um, give it another time. It doesn't show up for another month and a half. You've got plenty of time to, to look it over and sort of prepare prepare but don't spend any uh resources because things can change prepare for trouble yes um it is actually also cool that metagross is up here that metagross is something that they've been giving out as uh research or not research rewards gbl rewards so that's interesting gbl and rocket yes yeah 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 it's been a rocket reward so that is definitely accessible meteor mash is not but um besides that it is uh, it is around. Oh, so we're gonna have another community day in December. <laughs> Get it again. We my, that would be interesting. I think we're still far enough out that I'll be really weird. It'll be really weird to see what they do for community day. How long does the pandemic go on, and how long do they continue to do the stay-at-home community days? If we get through and do another, that was another thing you're talking about. Is what will be the next community day? Because we're already what a week in May. Almost. We're almost a week into May. Usually we get the community day announcement a week or so after 
the 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 most recent community day is it odd that metagross's second move is psychic um good stab good neutral yeah i'm not uh and not earthquake uh yeah neutral and doesn't psychic have the debuff there's a lot of there is a debuff but there's a lot of flying in this meta too earthquake doesn't hit that yeah dragonite would would not have to worry about it um togekiss doesn't have to worry about it um although realistically if you're going up against togekiss use meteor mash but yeah um i think psychic's just the more preferred move plus it beats its uh counter mm -hmm. in fighting you get to psychic faster than you get to earthquake right yeah okay yeah so i mean you can still run it you could still catch people off guard with it so um and i think it would one shot magnezone the yeah (laughs) oh god the the flying is around and the ice is around that I don't know if it makes a ton of sense. Uh but yeah, again, um yeah, you'll hit you'll hit a lot of the steels and Magnazone Magnazone will hurt. Interesting to see that Magnazone is above Magnazone Shadow, whereas something like I think uh, it's just because the Magnazone Shadow is so much more glass. Where Snorlax Shadow is significantly above Much better. <laughs> yeah and then caesar yeah caesar yeah for the most part it looks like dragonite like here's what i'm interested to see where's lapras lapras, lapras is actually there. beats lapras shadow yeah so there's a handful of ones where the the shadow okay it looks like it's sort of split between the two interesting okay um i I i'm should... excited for this league though yeah I, i'm interested to see how like i'll watch other people play it i'm not going to invest in it self has been taking all my stardust lately yeah <laughs> i can't wait to watch twitter as people complain about it too <laughs> oof um, i can't beat I, this person shadow pokemon they're cheating i i think it'll be a nice breath of fresh air uh for master league i think it'll be appreciated we'll have to see how what sort of we they will they won't tell us what the numbers are niantic won't tell us what the I numbers are know the numbers between, they won't tell us. They won't tell us the numbers between who's doing regular Master League and who's doing Premier Cup, but if it does well, they're going to continue doing something like this. Realistically, we could see something like a Premier League within Ultra League, and it could be so much more refreshing. So, yeah. We just have to wait and see. Mm-hmm. We have to wait a while, but we'll wait and see. All right, let's see. That is Premier Cup. Do you have any other? I don't. I'm trying to think. I haven't looked too much into Premier Cup. I think I need to look in a little bit more. Um, me personally, like I'm I not. Said, I think just let it roll out a little bit. Yeah. Before investing in anything, because I know like a lot of us have done a lot of community day Pokemon will fall into this category probably too. Look, it's Agron. It's a Pokemon that. <laughs> My boy. <laughs> it's a uh, a very mixed reception within both PvP and raids and stuff. <laughs> Ah, uh, goodness. I love Agron. I love Agron as a Pokemon. In Pokemon Go, it kind of hurts just because of the um, the Palkia buff. We talked about the Palkia buff uh, earlier when we talked about the... Because it, it was within the Go Battle League um, Season 2 update. When it gets Aquatail. Um, Aquatail. Yeah, that's really going to uh, that's really gonna boost it as far as uh, usage and kit-wise. Um that was something that we actually talked about last episode as well. Uh, things like Heatran, getting a, uh, a handful of different moves. Um, uh, one thing I did want to throw in is 
they didn't mention uh, Groudon in that post, but Groudon is also getting Fire Punch. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. So yeah, it uh, just getting Fire Punch and Ho is getting Earthquake. Just getting, just giving one or two moves to a handful of the top performing Pokemon from each of the uh, each of the metas. So Ultra Great League is already handled for the most part. I think the most amount of effort in within like meta changes and stuff. I think we've seen within Great League, um, mm-hmm. just because it's been so popular within Ultra League and Master League. I think the the a couple of move adjustments like what we've seen so far and what we what we are seeing is what's going to make those metas so much more refreshing because you, if you allow for more coverage options for those top especially the top legendaries um, your move sets aren't guaranteed to be one set and so the the coverage allows for a lot more uh, play within that that those top ranked Pokemon so I I like to see it that's a I think that's a um, I think it's needed at this point. So yeah. Uh, do you want to talk about some Reddit articles? Talk about sure. some community feedback. Uh, I think. Unless, do we have any other thing? Are we going to end with these? Do we have another? I mean, one? I have nothing else really to go over. We didn't really ask anybody in Discord what their thoughts were. I think everyone's just busy, been busy preparing for Forest and dealing with that, which is the COVID craziness. Yep. Um, I think, yeah, I think for next episode, I'll definitely pull out as far as uh, our Discord and stuff. I feel bad for not making any mention. Um, so I will pull out, uh, make a post a few days before our next episode and chat about that. So I have two articles that I pulled. I surfed Reddit for a little while uh, before us going live and pulled a couple of uh, threads here. Um, one in particular, this one's an interesting one. Niantic should notify us about maintenance further in advance and not through social media that some people don't use. Um, this is a thread by user. I'm going to butcher this. I'm sorry. Uh, Rahid, Rahid, one, two, three, R U A R I D H one, two, three. Uh, I am actually, I'm for sure butchering that. So, um, he goes in to say that, uh, a lot of the updates as far as the go battle league going under maintenance, uh, have been communicated through Twitter. Uh, and there really hasn't been any, um, in game updates or push notifications or anything as to when maintenance is happening. Uh, every, I think someone makes a comment about consistently, um, 1 p.m. and 3 p.m. PST uh, updates between 1 p.m. and 3 p.m. PST might be regular maintenance, but the ones uh, like the one like the other week at 1 a.m. PST certainly seem like an emergency outage. So um, Niantic is in part based here in the greater Seattle area. Um, and I think primarily here on the West Coast, I feel like they've I know that they've got offices in a handful of places. But um, the I agree to an extent with what the commenter, the poster is saying. Uh-huh. They are really bad about letting us know for most of it. It's within a twenty-four hour window. I feel or like even less. I I feel like because it's a live service game and Go Battle League is is beginning to roll out on a pretty wide is 
has rolled out on a wide scale and is being played by as many people as they uh as it has been i feel like a consistent uh maintenance schedule should probably be made i think at this point with at this point with covid-19 it could be something that in all of the the quarantine situation it could be something that it gets maintenance gets pushed and happens when it can happen because people are working from home and and schedules and all of that stuff but i feel like uh going forward maybe a, a consistent maintenance period like yeah like i know. mean there's a bunch of mmos out there that'll say hey you know tuesdays at like four in the morning we're gonna turn things off so we can work on it yeah at least scheduled downtime with a notice of honestly for me let me know 24 hours in advance make it an in-game push notification yeah I think the key thing is making making an in-game push notification if it's um, like a, a news update or whatever like we see with any of the events. Um, even if it's a, hey, there's going to be a scheduled maintenance on this day, um, click the link that'll send you to PokemonGoLive.com uh, to or find out more information. Point. Yeah, just uh, honestly anything. Um, it, like, But make it connected to the app so that you know rather than I'm scrolling through Twitter and I see, oh, there was a GBL update last night at whenever or yesterday. And I was like, oh, I would not have known about that. So and and that's me being on on Twitter just about every day. So whereas there's people like um, the author of this post here that is not on Twitter, um, there are still where where Twitter is a fantastic place for Pokemon Go and Pokemon Go PvP. Um, content and communication collaboration and stuff there are still plenty of people that are not on the platform of twitter so um yeah. i think it does need to be sort of tied to the game because the people that care that play the game that is exactly the way to to feed that news so and like everything else when we review these reddit articles the link for the article will be posted in the description for the episode yep um actually i'm going to post it in the chat here if anyone wants to open that in a tab and read that later um so that's an that's an interesting that'd be a, a nice sort of a, a subconscious quality of life update that uh i would imagine is a not a better communication just a yeah a little bit better communication something that i i can't imagine is the most difficult thing to implement into the core into the game of just pushing an update because they do it for any of the events that go on like the 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 bonus hour that we just had at 601 i got a push notification it was like hey shelter spawning more in the wild and you have double catch stardust and it's like oh okay well i mean i'm already playing it but i i now know or if i wasn't playing it i would get the notification and i'd be like oh i should open the game so yeah Unlike um, in the past where it's been like halfway through community day. Hey, did you know it's this Pokemon's community day? Hey, did you know Bulbasaur <laughs> spawning more in the wild? And it's like, uh, bro, I've known for like a week and a half. I made plans for this. All right. So the other article that I have that we can talk about, and it's something it's a over on a topic we've talked about in the past. Um, it's move sets and, and move kits of different Pokemon. Uh, this is by uh, on the r slash self arena uh, by user uh, Oberon Celebi one. Uh, how do you how would you feel about accumulating first and or second stage evolution moves to later stage evolution move pools? Um, so he'll begin uh, as a fan Whoa. of the <laughs> what? 
What was that? I, I said no. Not oh. unless we get it more of a consistent way to pick the move. As a fan of the main series game, it's still bizarre to me that evolution in Pogo triggers a complete rewrite, uh, rewriting of movesets. Additionally, in Pogo, for the most part, there's few occasions where earlier stage evolutions really even need moves at all, save a couple of early stage evolutions that could perform well in Great League, like Haunters, Velius, Figuroth, etc. Early stage evolutions obviously need uh, to have moves just because, but they're still functionally useless data in the game. So why not accumulate the earlier stage moves into later stage move pools and give them some meaning? Um, then he breaks down and point like with what we were talking about with JR Honda earlier with disarming voice. I think if something like Alteria had disarming voice, it would be better than it having dazzling gleam. Uh, I want to say, let me see the, one of the examples here is actually, um, Altaria. I don't know if it's in the comments or if it was in the post. Um, uh, okay. Uh, do I want a world where Al- uh, a, a comment by Prince Dolp? Um, do I want a world where Altaria learns Ice Beam and Disarming Voice, where Umbreon le- learns Body Slam, where Azumarill learns Aqua Tail, or even worse, Bubble Beam, Metacham with Psyshock? Um, so it's an interesting sort of the, the comments sort of lead to, uh, I, I, I kind of agree with this because something like Prinplup that has icy wind, I'd love to see Empoleon with icy wind, uh, icy wind, um, Empoleon's a, uh, a favorite of mine and I'd love to see it perform better. Um, I think literally anything getting icy wind just like it immediately benefits, but I think that's just cause icy wind is as good as it is. Um, it is bizarre that a handful of movesets, it, because in the main series games, when you evolve a Pokemon, it, it the movesets never change. You have, in some cases, the ability to learn a new move upon evolution, or its move availability when it evolves uh, will increase. Like, at certain levels, it will get new moves. But in the case of Pokemon Go, it sometimes re-rolls the entire moveset because the first stage evolution has a completely different move pool than the second evolution. And that's bizarre. I I think the comparing, I think the concept is interesting. Yeah. At the same time, I feel like it's just a lot of extra programming and that's a lot more TMs I'm willing not to spend. Yeah. I think that'll make, that just makes PVP even that much more crazy to go. Okay. Well, this Dragonite's move pool that used to be six or seven moves is now 20. Yeah. Yeah, I think that the the concept is interesting, and I think case-by-case basis, I think it makes sense. But there are some already great performing Pokemon that, like Azumarill with Bubble Beam, would be absolutely disgusting. So, um, yeah. I think that also just kind of convolutes the Pokemon's value in a sense. Because if you had to evolve it from a prior evolution to get those moves, that makes it even more limited. Yeah, I, although I don't think... I think it it's just adding those moves into the move pool. It's just even adding... That, that just bloats it even more. Yeah, it bloats the, the move pools of each Pokemon, which is something that... Like, we want additional moves in particular Pokemon's movesets, but we also don't want too many because of the way that, that TMs and changing moves, that mechanic works. So yeah. it's kind I mean, of a fine line. As soon as we got the fact that elite TMs are now a thing, 
this is the way they're doing this going forward. Yeah, I remember prior to Elite Teams being announced, we sat down and said, there's three options they have here. One is to just completely keep it random. Two, let us pick. Or three, a tool that lets us pick, but it comes at a price. And they went with three, a tool that lets us pick, but at a price. Now, the the sort of cherry on top is that they seem to be, they don't seem as lenient to give them out which is nice. So the the Elite Charge TM will get two within a month or so. We'll, we'll get our first two Elite TMs, Elite Charge TMs, within about a month of each other. So one with the, the box from Community Day and then one from the... Um, Go Battle League Season the, 1. Yeah, the Season 1 uh, GBL rewards. Um, and then we'll get our first Fast TM in two and a half months, uh, with the end of of season two, but that doesn't also doesn't um, that doesn't count out the fact that they might give out one in another box or for another event or something um, already. Now that I think about it, I feel like they're one of the rewards for the throwback, the challenge champion event might be uh, a elite tm but let me double check i don't remember hearing about it um you get galarian mouth galarian stunfisk and genesect disgusting gorilla's glasses (laughs) yeah huzzah um the okay so the first the first batch of i think that's one thing that i i we missed when we talked about the throwback challenge the the event research at the end um no please don't don't (laughs) eric in the chat says i vote to add disgusting to steven's drinking game uh and jesse agrees uh i do not i again do not uh there we go with us i'm gonna find a way to make that sound file disgusting i every time i do not endorse making the battle science podcast making a battle science podcast drinking game in no way shape or form do i uh endorse the consumption of alcohol while listening to the battle science podcast please stay safe ears and your stomach uh please please don't i i come from a family of alcoholics i don't want to no, I don't want to spawn more. Please don't. <laughs> it's it's funny to a point. So, uh, the end of the throwback challenge, we get to see Galarian Stunfisk. Ah, oh, where is it? Galarian Meowth, Galarian Stunfisk, and Genesect again. Uh, so that's kind of awesome, since uh, Genesect came out with its the special research. And it was supposed to be in EX raids, but since EX raids have been paused, temporarily paused, yeah. closed, um, I think this is this is kind of an interesting way to do it. So Galarian, um, let's see, hatching from seven k eggs, and then in I think some in the wild, Galarian Mouth, Galarian Zigzagoon, Galarian Darumaka, Galarian Stunfisk. You'll also be able to evolve Galarian Mouth, Galarian Zigzagoon, and Galarian Darumaka into their Galarian evolve forms. I cannot wait for my Kiss Zagoon. Um, they don't make mention. They say into their Galarian evolve forms. They don't say about Obstagoon. 
They don't, but I'd still be happy just having the Zigzagoon. Yeah. Uh, well, no, if they say... Yeah, if they say Galarian Mouth because it's not a Galarian Persian, it's Perserker. So if you're yeah. able to evolve Galarian Mouth, then realistically Galarian Zigzagoon will evolve into Obstagoon. Or uh, I Linoon. I approve this Pokemon. Uh, Galarian Linoon will be able to evolve into Obstagoon. So that's kind of an interesting and an awesome addition, so... Um. Yeah, Genesect yeah, will be greatly eligible. And greatly Genesect. I have a garbage one from my research. I have it's like rank two thousand or something. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, please no. So I appreciate another opportunity to get a, a greatly eligible one, and to see the very beginning of the first rollout of Galarian Pokemon. So, mm-hmm. um, and maybe. Well, not necessarily the first rollout. We got Weezing. The first one that's relevant because Galarian Weezing's only fast move is tackle, and we all know how hot garbage that is. Oof. Don't, don't, don't get me started. Do not get me started on <laughs> Weezing. What I don't remember what meta it was, but it was it was eligible, and I looked at it. and I'm like, don't even think about it, please. Please let no one even consider this objectively trash move set, Galarian Oof. Weezing. Like, just give it, give it charm, or something else. Give it a poison jab. Doesn't make sense because it doesn't have hands or anything to. Uh, it's that'd be a physical. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know. Eric gets Jim Cord Spice. It's that would be that's another level. Like, okay, I need to. In about five minutes, I'm going to tweet at Jim Corn and say, would you ever consider using Galarian Weezing with its current moveset? And I better get a no. Do it. So, um, yeah, I, hopefully within this, with the r- rollout of other Galarian Pokemon, we see a, a slight move change for Galarian Weezing. Because I'd love to see it. I'd love to see it be relevant. But with just tackles, was, it's uh, fast move. Uh, there was a no. tweet from one of the other Pogo content creators they were like, I hope that uh, these new Galarians like Berserker are actually really good. I was like, no, nah, they're going to give it the Galarian wheezing treatment. And they're like, no, they might. They might. It's really interesting. I think the one the one thing I looked at was how fast we got Stunfisk and then we're almost immediately getting Galarian Stunfisk. Yeah. So that's a really, really quick turnaround. So not that that's like a surprise or. Uh, it it's just an interesting time frame, time window to to have uh, the rollout of of its original form and then its new form. So um, there's nothing there's nothing further to look into. There's no Illuminati anything going on about that. But um, yeah, let's wrap it up. I think. I think, I think that's, that's pretty it. much it. Yeah, that's a solid hour and forty minute. Uh, I hope everybody enjoyed the episode. Uh, oh. Here we got a comment from Eric here. Uh, with Mewtwo finally being able, being available at level 15 through the throwback research, do y'all think they will ever release a way to get legendaries at level 10 with the exception of shadows? Uh, getting legendaries eligible within Great League? I think, I hope not. Let's, let's, uh, let me, let me phrase it that way. With the overall dominance of legendaries as we've seen them within, within what's it called? Um, within Ultra and Master League, 
the overall performance of legendary Pokemon. Um, I really hope they don't allow for, or they, they never put something like Mewtwo as a level 10, uh, availability the availability to get a Mewtwo at level 10 I don't want to see I think the one that Pogo King has always been joking about is the uh the dark not dark right uh the Giratina in Great League <laughs> no no I never want to see that I never want to see that I will rage quit the game I will be done I will be, <laughs> I will be done I will retire from something I I actively don't get any money from <laughs> Can you retire from something you volunteer for? <laughs> um, yeah, if if we, stopping, I I think so. The I think we already I already see Defense Deoxys as being incredibly dominant. It, it got nerfed recently, uh, but it still already performs incredibly that. well. Oh. So we the the legendaries we already see within Great League are already they already perform incredibly well. The ones that we yeah. see within Ultra and Master League. I really hope we don't see within Great League because at that point they're available, but imagine any of the Silverina Cups, for the most part, they're just going to be banned. They're just not yeah, going to be, they're not going to be available. Because, like, take Mel Metal, for example. My boy gets banned anytime he's allowed. <laughs> yeah, he's been banned about he, 50% of the time. He's up to the party, and the rest of the legendaries are like, no, no man, you, you can't go in there. But he's like, I- I'm not like you guys. Let me in. No, you you got this. You got this little thing on your badge. It's called mythical. It's a little mythical symbol. They won't let you in. But the I can ba- be traded. Ba- the ba- bouncer won't let you in. No, no, no. The bouncer at the club won't let you in. What was <laughs> what was the meta? It was um, oh, it was like a couple months ago where Mel Mel Metal was not available. It would have been, and it would have performed like reasonably well. But because it's mythical, it's it's bundled in with everything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I mean it was it's cool to see it uh, come back within Voyager. Is it Voyager? Yeah, it was yeah. Voyager. Came back and in it Voyager. Definitely was my MVP. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think its performance and stuff really puts it in an odd place. Uh, having the Are mythical tag really. I think it might have been fusion. Yeah, the yeah. bouncer at Club Fusion was like, "Nah, I can't let you in." And it's like, but. But I'm but I'm viable and I'm not overpowered. And he's like, nah, no, bro, you got because fusion had to be two different types. Oh yeah, it's timeless. That's right. Yeah, the bouncer at club timeless was like, nah, I can't let you in. It's like I'm, but I'm, but I'm of age and I'm not overpowered. And he's like, nah, bro, you got, <laughs> you, you don't got the right ID. You got a mythical on your ID. He's like, no, no, but I want a party. Um, yeah, I think I there's there the I'm stuttering. <laughs> the the performance did you say um don't 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 no don't take a shot i'm looking at you i'm i'm somehow looking through the monitor at you whoever you are that is making this podcast a drinking game and is about to take a shot don't do it put it down pause this episode rethink what you're doing come back continue listening to the episode what I said and take a drink. No, don't, don't, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Stop. Yeah, get, get some help. help. <laughs> I think the the performance of the legendaries that we've already seen within Great League already show, already perform fantastic, and any of the ones above really don't need to be within Great League. Uh, I, the the was it point zero one percent chance that you can get a Mewtwo within Great League. 
if you get it at level 15 and then you trade it with someone that you're not good friends with if it hits no it has to to be good friends that's the highest you can do trades at okay good friends and then it has to roll what full zeros it's full ones full ones it's like it's i don't think it's me so i think it was ho oh is it ho well ho's already been eligible within great league before isn't it I don't know the numbers right off the top of my head. Probably, there was something I, I had sent to you an article on, and I was like, "Look, are we think, it's well, got a one percent chance to be eligible for Great League." Cobalion is one is one there is is Cobalion is one that we have seen before be potentially eligible if you trade it and you get, I guess, incredibly lucky to roll terrible stats. Uh, but there was another one recently, and I feel like we were talking about Mewtwo that. Um, if you trade it and you roll just the worst, there is a chance, but it's like, again, a 0.01% chance or something. It's incredibly unlikely, but it's the imagine Mewtwo with the, an elite TM'd Mewtwo with shadow ball and size strike within anything within great league. Uh, please no max level for GB eligibility is 14. Okay. I, there's there was a Pokemon recently besides Cabalion, and maybe it was Cabalion, and we were thinking stat wise, we were thinking something else. Um, but I uh, Cobalion within Great League, to be honest, I, it's not good. It, it's it's a, <laughs> I mean, look at Lucario. If you're looking for something like that, look at Lucario. Its move set is incredibly better. Like don't don't even worry about it. <laughs> Especially with the rumored uh, what is it, Meteor Mash potentially coming to. I want I want that I want that Drake meme of like pass on Cobalion and then like yeah on Lucario if you're looking for that fighting steel that's that's what I want um your boy yeah oh and people are talking about Lucario getting meteor mash and it's like yes go for it do that a steel that actually beats steels what what Lucario with meteor mash and it performs better within ultra and master encounter disgusting mind explodes what that sounds great um I wouldn't be surprised if it got Meteor Mash at some point, to be honest. Um, who was it? It was TJ that was like, well, would this be any good? And it's like, well, yeah. I mean, you put it along with Aura. You don't necessarily need Power Up Punch. Power Up Punch allows it to do better. Just hit but better. Yeah. You, you put but counter. Like at this point, we're kind of tangenting. Yeah, you put counter, Meteor Mash, and Aura Sphere on the same Lucario within Ultra and Master League, you're looking at something really good. So, um. Yeah, I, I don't think, to reiterate the point for the fourth time, fifth time maybe, I, I legendaries within legendaries that don't normally get within Great League, I'd rather not see within Great League. So Yeah, I like Great League where it's at now. Yeah. <laughs> it's not too overly complicated. Yeah. We might see, well, we'll, we'll probably see changes we'll probably see changes in the future. There is a small chance we'll see those. Uh those, you know, a Giratina within Great League. Expect for it to be consistently banned within Sylph cups um unless there is a particular meta where it only performs okay and then in which case we're probably a really long uh a a really really long way out in like season five of the sylph arena or something so oh goodness (laughs) someone wants to be noticed (laughs) bless bless tear glove thank egg interesting i am I, the bless emote i do recognize but the tear glove and thank egg i do not um i think that about wraps it up 
that's yeah. a solid episode for not really going in depth about a self uh, a self arena cup. So but a lot of updates coming to the game in oh, these yeah. times where you know not much can be done. Yeah, I they're doing their best to adapt to the world in its current situation, which is very commendable. Yeah, they're still rolling out updates at a pace uh, I would not have expected the amount of uh the the pace at which niantic has been releasing move updates and events and stuff with everything going on but i guess since it's a game and a mobile one at that realistically the uh work adjusting to remote is easier than say um uh like console video games where you have to have a dev kit and all that stuff so realistically yeah. they can continue working without too much of a hamper so um i'm 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 excited i'm happy i definitely miss playing pvp at you know local tournaments and and seeing a bunch of people um seeing a bunch of friends and everything so i definitely miss that i most certainly want to go back to those times but but i recognize that that we can't just yet so um yeah well i another sort of asterisk that i don't know going back to other stuff even though we're just about to wrap up uh if what was it april was grass month we don't really know what may is so who knows maybe we'll get another type move adjustment um or maybe they'll just roll it into other things like the wild charge and um drill run and all that stuff so i don't know we'll see probably there's definitely going to be more stuff to talk about next episode so uh tune in for that uh anywhere podcasts anywhere you can find and listen to podcasts google play uh apple what am i thinking of uh spotify uh itunes spotify um you can check us out on the podbean battlescience.podbean.com uh you can listen to us live or the vod uh on twitch.tv slash battle science you can catch us on twitter at bat uh at battle underscore science uh youtube still needs work that's something that i keep thinking of but uh housework and and everything else and a bunch of other things are distracting me from getting that done although we do have some content to go up there so um at some point that will that's already live you can go find it but i'm not gonna like i actually don't know what the url is for it yet actually don't no. we don't have a custom url because we don't have enough followers or whatever on youtube but once that's ready we'll i'll throw links up and all that stuff once we get a little bit more content a little more curated content on there that'll go up too um let's see uh if you guys i i've been contemplating doing shiny hunts and sword and shield while playing pokemon go so if you're interested in seeing some of that i don't mind doing that give us a like give us a follow on twitter let us know yeah give us uh, at us um a lot of other people are doing it so it's one of those things of like you're you're there's probably already you know a hundred people that are more entertaining or just better at the game or something. But, um, I am like, I'm holding my fingers together this close to completing the Pokedex and thus getting the shiny charm in, uh, Pokemon, uh, Pokemon sword. Um, and I really want a shiny Applin. So, um, maybe during the, what's the event, the snubble event, I will be grinding for shiny Applin while also catching snubbles. So I don't know. If you're interested in that, check back over the weekend. Probably. Maybe. I don't know. Jesse, anything else? I'm good. Okay. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We'll catch you in two weeks. 
if you want to check out more content stuff, uh, do the things and check out other people and good heavens, there's just so much content. I just can't keep up and I'm going to go clean my house and listen to Pokemon Go podcasts. It's like, dude, do you, I don't even, bro, uh, drink water. Don't turn our podcast into a drinking game. I implore you, <laughs> please don't, uh, <laughs> please don't. Uh, and we will see you out there on the battlefield. We will see you out there on the digital battlefield for now, and we will see you out there on the physical battlefield when it is safe to do so.